that turkey absolutely smells so, so good. Thanksgiving is coming right up. Traditionally, a typical Thanksgiving dinner involves turkey stuffing, roast turkey, dinner rolls, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, corn, pumpkin pie, gravy, green beans, etc., etc. This festival is traditionally celebrated in the U.S. of A on every last Thursday of the month. So in today's episode, we're going to look at all the foods that are traditionally made on this national holiday, events to attend, and some little fun facts along the way. Remember y'all, all information was taken from different sources for educational purposes. I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. So we're going to be diving in quickly on this topic of what's eaten in a Thanksgiving dinner. And maybe I'll be nice enough to give you some traditional family recipes that you'll be drooling by the end of this episode. So according to the U.S. Poultry and Egg Association, Americans consume more than 45 million turkeys on Thanksgiving. But did you know that, fun fact by the way, only male turkeys are called gobblers because they are actually the ones that make the gobbling sound, while female turkeys cackle instead. Anyway, the U.S. Calorie Control Council analyzed that every average American may consume a whopping 4,500 calories and 229 grams of fat on Thanksgiving Day. Jeez Louise, and here I am trying to diet on a holiday. On average, Americans purchase about 250 million pounds of potatoes as well as a million pounds of ham during Thanksgiving week. But turkey is the most famous food consumed on Thanksgiving, to the point where Thanksgiving's second name is called Turkey Day. But in the U.S., statistics show that Minnesota raises the most turkey. In fact, just six states do. Minnesota, North Carolina, Arkansas, Virginia, Missouri, and Indiana produce two-thirds of the birds raised in the United States. Although many people don't know that on the first Thanksgiving, Pilgrims and the Native Americans consumed freshly killed deer, cornbread, seafood, porridge, and assorted wild fowl, among other foods. However, turkey was not part of the Thanksgiving dinner. This brings us to another fun fact. There are three towns in the United States named Turkey. They can be found in Texas, Louisiana, and North Carolina. Now, during Thanksgiving dinner, a Y-shaped bone is removed from the turkey and set aside to dry. Once everyone finishes their meal, two people make wishes for the new year and break this bone, popularly known as the Thanksgiving wishbone, into two parts. Most Americans believe that whoever ends up with the larger piece of the wishbone will have good luck and his or her wishes will be granted for the new year. Typically, eating Thanksgiving dinner is another popular tradition. It involves carving turkeys and making wishes. And while this may not sound like tradition, most people take naps after Thanksgiving dinner because, well, you probably gourmandized the buffet. Every Thanksgiving day, families and friends meet to share the Thanksgiving dinner and give thanks for the blessings received in the past year. The main purpose of Thanksgiving is to, well, give thanks. As such, families and friends meet to share the Thanksgiving dinner and give thanks for the blessings received in the past year and share what they are most grateful for. Although many Thanksgiving traditions originate from the first Thanksgiving, different families also have various traditions that mark their celebration. For instance, some families go on vacations, play games, or hold family get-togethers. 
During Thanksgiving, most people travel the world to either spend time with their loved ones or just retreat and have fun. For instance, in 2019 alone, a whooping 55.3 million people in the U.S. traveled on Thanksgiving Day. Common Thanksgiving activities you'll find in the U.S. would be like Black Friday, which is held a day after Thanksgiving, where Americans line up in stores to purchase goods at discounted prices. On this day, most stores usually make huge sales. But let's be realistic. We all know that many stores just up their prices and give out 60-70% to 70 discounts, although the real prices make it actually 25-40% to 40 off. Anywho, Americans also line the streets to watch the famous Macy's Thanksgiving Parade, which is usually characterized by a large crowd of people marching along the streets with huge inflatables held high above. The first Macy's Thanksgiving Parade was held in 1924 and it mainly comprised Macy's employees. The inflated balloons were later introduced in 1927. Another activity would be watching sports. In this case, many people gather at home and in public places to watch football on Thanksgiving. Some even split into teams and start playing football in their yards. The tradition of watching and playing football on Thanksgiving began in 1876, just after the invention of this sport. On this day, people gather to watch and play football since it's a day that a majority of the participants, as well as spectators, had off from work. The first professional football games on Thanksgiving were played on November 25, 1920. Thanksgiving is also a day on which philanthropic people give back to society. During this day, many communities as well as charitable organizations organize food drives to collect non-perishable foods, including dry foods, cereals, and canned foods, for the less unfortunate in society. They also organize Thanksgiving dinners for the homeless and other less privileged people in society. Americans also take part in races, popularly referred to as turkey trots. The races could be anywhere from one mile to half marathons. People take advantage of these races to burn some of the calories consumed on Thanksgiving. The Buffalo Turkey Trot is an annual 4.97 miles Thanksgiving foot race held in Buffalo, New York, each Thanksgiving Day. The race proclaims itself to be the oldest continually running public foot race in North America, having established itself in 1896 and run every year since. Even during World War I, the 1918 flu pandemic, World War II, and the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. Also, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is known as Drinksgiving. Thanksgiving Eve is traditionally the busiest bar night of the year. The U.S. has turkey pardoning. What does that mean? Well, here, the President of the United States receives two live turkeys as a gift in celebration, held in the White House right before Thanksgiving. He then pardons them so they can live on a farm. Usually, the pardoned turkeys spend their remaining days living in comfort. But the first Thanksgiving pardon happened in 1963 when President Kenny joked, well, just let this one grow. It's our Thanksgiving present to him. Later in 1989, President George H.W. Bush officially started the White House turkey pardoning ceremony and it remains a Thanksgiving tradition to date. Now, here's a fun fact. There's an official Thanksgiving postage stamp. However, unlike American Thanksgiving, which is usually held on every fourth Thursday of November, Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving too, which happens every second Monday of October each year. It coincides with Columbus Day, which is an annual federal holiday in the U.S. 
In 1578, an English explorer named Martin Forbisher and his crew gave thanks after their safe arrival in Newfoundland. And this marked the first Thanksgiving in Canada. However, the first official Thanksgiving celebration was held on the 6th of November, 1879. On the other hand, it was until the 31st of January in 1957 when the Governor General of Canada made an official announcement moving the Thanksgiving celebrations to every second Monday of October each year. So while the Canadian's Thanksgiving falls on a Monday, majority of the families hold their get-togethers and share their Thanksgiving dinners on Sunday evenings. In 2020, Canadians bought about 2.5 million whole turkeys from farmers on Thanksgiving. In 2020, Canadians bought about 2.5 million whole turkeys from farmers on Thanksgiving Day. This represented about 36% of the total number of turkeys purchased for the whole year. And while Thanksgiving Day is a national holiday in the U.S., celebrated in all 50 states, it is optional in Canada. But wait, there's more! During the American Revolution, some Americans moved to Canada and carried along some of the Thanksgiving traditions, including carving turkeys. It is worth noting that there are many similarities between the Thanksgiving celebrations in the two countries. Unlike in the U.S., where large parades such as Macy's Thanksgiving Parade are held, Canadian Thanksgiving parades are typically smaller and are mostly held at local level. While Thanksgiving foods consumed are similar in both countries, the recipes used to prepare them are somewhat different. For instance, the Canadian pumpkin pie is spicy while the American one is just sweet. Also, while Canadians use rice or breadcrumbs for turkey stuffing, Americans mainly use cornbread. Ding! Another fun fact! Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be named the U.S. national bird, particularly because it was one of the staple foods for the pilgrims. However, Thomas Jefferson, the third U.S. president, thought the eagle would be a better option. As a result, Franklin ended up naming the turkey Tom after Thomas Jefferson. Actually, these might all be small fun facts as well. So amusingly enough, the TV dinner was born from Thanksgiving leftovers. Specifically, a worker at Swanson ordered excess frozen turkeys on the Thanksgiving day of 1953. The company's salesmen suggested packaging the leftover turkeys in aluminum trays as well as cornbread dressing, sweet potatoes, and peas. A woman by the name of Sarah Josepha Hale is the writer of the song Mary Had a Little Lamb in which she had greatly contributed to making Thanksgiving a national holiday in 1863. She achieved this by writing letters to the government for 17 years before finally convincing President Abraham Lincoln to proclaim Thanksgiving Day a national holiday. Sarah Josepha Hale was actually the mother of Thanksgiving. Hmm, who's to say that women aren't powerful? There are some people who think eating turkey makes them sleepy after Thanksgiving dinner. But the truth is that turkeys only have small contents of amino acids tryptophans, which can barely make someone drowsy. On the other hand, eating a lot of carbohydrates such as potatoes is more likely to make you sleepy. Okay, so I'll definitely be nice because my mama raised me to be a good person. And I'll give you some yummy recipes that I think you might appreciate. Try doing a delicious Mexican-style turkey recipe, which I'm sure will please everyone at the dinner table. This Mexican-style turkey is seasoned and smothered in smoky chipotle flavor, cumin, oregano, and loaded with fresh garlic. Excellent for the holidays or even to make the best homemade turkey sandwiches. Mmm, leftovers. And hey, 
If you immediately wondered whether this recipe is spicy, don't worry, it's not. Well, unless you want it to be. Which, in that case, simply add more chipotle peppers when making the seasoning paste. The smoky chipotle peppers used in this recipe are added to infuse a smoky flavor into the turkey and are not meant to add heat. But if you would not only like a smoky chipotle garlic turkey, but also spicier flavor, simply add more chipotle to the paste. Alright, so the ingredients are the following. 2-3 chipotle peppers in adobo sauce water, chicken broth, or beer. 1 lime, 1 tablespoon of oregano, 1.5 to 2 heads of garlic, 1 teaspoon ground of cumin, 4 tablespoons of oil, 1 tablespoon of salt, and 1 teaspoon of pepper. Peel all the garlic and add to a blender with the oil, cumin, oregano, salt, and pepper. Blend until smooth and form a paste and set it aside. Remove giblets from the turkey cavity. Sometimes giblets are also found in the neck pouch. And reserve giblets for gravy. Rinse both the inside and outside of the turkey. Then place the turkey in a large enough aluminum tray or roster pan. Using your hands, massage about a tablespoon of chipotle paste inside the cavity. Using your hands again, add the chipotle paste to marinate all over the turkey, including in between skin and breast, reserving a little bit of the paste for the giblets. Then season the giblets. Sprinkle additional salt and pepper all over the turkey for extra seasoning. Add giblets to the pan and cover the turkey with aluminum foil or plastic wrap. Finally, place in refrigerators for 24 to 48 hours. When you're ready to cook the turkey, take it out of the refrigerator and let it sit on the counter for 20 minutes while preheating the oven. Preheat oven to 350 degrees, add a cup of water, chicken broth, or beer to the roster. Cover turkey with lid and or aluminum foil. Add turkey to the oven and roast with giblets covered for 2 hours. Remove lid or aluminum foil and continue roasting turkey until a meat thermometer reads 165 Fahrenheit internal temperature. But make sure that if you notice the breast starts to color too fast or burn, use a piece of foil to cover the breast but leave everything else exposed. Remove foil the last 30 minutes of cooking to allow the turkey to get fully golden brown. Once the turkey is done, remove from oven and let sit on the kitchen counter for 20 minutes before carving. Now, before you start cutting, if you're making gravy, first reserve 1-2 to two cups of broth and drippings that have collected in the pan. Set aside until ready to make gravy. Next, carefully lift the turkey onto a carving board. Keep the rest of the turkey juices and drippings in the pan. Cut and remove all the dark meat by cutting at the joints of wings, thighs, and drumsticks. Cut thin slices of the drumsticks and thighs or keep whole. Add pieces back to the pan. With a good sharp knife, slice turkey breast into thin pieces. Add turkey breast slices back to the pan. With a large spoon, pour juices from the pan over all turkey pieces and breast for extra flavor. Serve turkey right out of the pan or place it in the serving dish and top with pan juices. Turkey is ready to serve. Squeeze lime and sprinkle over turkey. As for the gravy, add the reserved broth and giblets to a saucepan and heat over medium heat for a few minutes. If you do not have enough broth, add a cup of water to the pot. After the broth has heated through, remove giblets and strain broth if you like. Return the broth back to pan and season with salt and pepper if needed. 
Add a tablespoon of cornstarch to the pot and whisk into broth until all lumps are gone. Add more cornstarch until desired consistency is reached. Gravy is ready. Mmm, my mouth is already getting watery. Also, if you're wondering how big you should get your turkey, don't worry, I got you. For 2 to 4 guests, get an 8 to 12 pound turkey. For 5 to 7 guests, get a 12 to 16 pound turkey. For 8 to 10 guests, get a 16 to 20 pound turkey. And for 11 to 13 guests, get a 20 to 24 pound turkey. And we can't forget desserts. Freezer pumpkin pie. Yum! This freezer pumpkin pie is a nice change in tradition. Ginger snaps and pecans form the delicious baked crust for the pumpkin and ice cream filling. These are the ingredients. One cup of ground pecans, half a cup finely crushed ginger snaps, one fourth of cup of sugar, one fourth cup butter, softened, and then the filling, one cup of canned pumpkin, half a cup packed brown sugar, half a teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, half a teaspoon of ground ginger, one fourth teaspoon ground nutmeg, and one quart of vanilla ice cream, slightly softened. Oh, also, if you like whipped cream, it's optional. So, in a bowl, combine the pecans, ginger snaps, sugar, and butter. Mix well. Press into a nine inch pie plate, bake at 450 degrees for five minutes. Cool completely. In a bowl, beat the first six filling ingredients. Stir in the ice cream and mix until well blended. Spoon into crust, freeze until firm and leave at least two to three hours. Store in the freezer. Now, if you want, you can top it with whipped cream and additional crushed ginger snaps. Before I forget, please pay attention to this last detail. If your turkey is frozen, make sure to allow time for thawing. It may take a few days to thaw out completely, so keep this in mind when making this recipe because you will also need at least one extra day for marinating. Don't be like my mom and wait a day before the actual day to take out the turkey and try to cook frozen turkey. I can attest that you will definitely not like ice chunks of turkey straight out of the oven. Happy Turkey Day! <laughs> this episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced and scripted by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. Heads up, Shots of Endorphins has its very own website now, so you can visit the site and listen to the podcast at shotsofendorphins.com. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile.